Blog Talk Radio.
Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and you're here. The Lord is here, and He's in our midst. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm having a little technical here, but everything's just fine. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I pray that all is well with you. The temperatures are dropping where I am, and I pray that you're comfortable where you are. Thank you, Lord. You know, saints, as we go through our Christian journey with the Lord, we have an opportunity to learn a lot of things. And some of us have this temptation to... um, to put our minds on things that are not as um, important as those things that the Holy Spirit is attempting to impart to us. Some of us uh, like to get a little interested in some little sideline while the Holy Spirit is trying to get our attention to the main event. It's sort of like this. You have this hamburger with this thick piece of meat. You've got lettuce and tomatoes and onion and pickle and all kinds of dressing. It's got bread, bun, and a bottom bun. And you're sitting over here wondering about how much sugar is in the crust of the bread when the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you about the importance of the beef patties. You understand? I think you do. Your mind is over here wondering about whether the bread is brioche or sourdough. And the Holy Spirit's trying to talk to you about the ingredients in the beef patty, or the foundations of the faith. Amen? And so this uh, correction comes to tell you to get your mind off those items that you think, well, I wonder if, and get back to what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you. He's trying to get your attention to teach you some fundamental things about the faith that you must needs be know. You have to have them in order to stand in this evil day. The old saints knew these things. They sang about them. They listened to sermons about them. They read about them. They prayed about them, but that's not the present Christian culture that we live in. 
So I want to encourage you to refocus your thoughts on what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you. He's attempting to set in place inside you fundamentals that you need in order to grow and to progress. This is not the time to try to conjecture or to figure out if it's brioche, sourdough, or wheat that's in the bun. The Holy Spirit is talking to you about the beef. Amen? I think you all understand what I'm saying because you've all experienced to some degree, if only in an ad or a commercial, what a hamburger is. He's talking to you about the essence of the faith. And you want to get caught up on trivial little things compared to what he's trying to teach you that could be considered trivial at this point in your growth. And he's wanting you to get your attention back on the main event. So tonight we're going to talk about some main event stuff that's crucial for you to understand. So those little questions that you have, put them on a shelf, and when it's time, the Holy Spirit will pick them up and answer them for you. Amen? I can remember when I was much younger in the faith, I would have certain questions, and I would go to the Lord, and he would say, that's on the next level. So what I learned to do was to have this little shelf in my heart where I would place those questions knowing that at the right time, the Holy Spirit would answer them for me, and I didn't fret about them any longer because I was on a certain level of growth, and I had to maximize that level of growth. I had to get the most out of it that I could get during that season. And so the Holy Spirit would take care of all those little questions that I had that I didn't have answers to at the time. And as I continued to grow in the Lord, the answers became evident through what I was learning. So the Holy Spirit is speaking to some of you right now. Because you're doing that. You're getting caught up on something that's not a basic of what he's trying to teach you right now. So let's pay attention to the Holy Spirit and let him teach us and train us and prepare us for what is to come. Because it's coming faster than you realize. Amen? It's coming faster than you realize. This is not about the wolf, because the wolf's already at the door. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give our attention to the Lord and to what he's trying to teach us, because we're going to need to utilize it. Amen? We're going to need to utilize it. 
It's not a maybe. It's a definite. Amen? Amen. Let's praise the Lord, everybody. Let's praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. I want to congratulate all of our young people that listen on a regular basis. You are giving yourself the opportunity to grow in ways that many adults still have not experienced. You have already learned things about spiritual warfare, about Jesus Christ, about the Holy Spirit, that many adults that are Christians and have been Christians for some time still do not know. Amen? So I need you to clap your hands and thank the Lord for your opportunity because this is a great opportunity. Amen? Amen. And we applaud the Lord with you. Keep doing it. You will turn out to be some wonderful people for the Lord if you stay with the Lord. Amen? Amen. You have word in you. And it will rise to convict you when you go astray. That's very, very, very important. To be able to be convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are a lot of people who receive no conviction at all. That's scary. That is what's scary. The end times are not scary. The fact that the Holy Spirit may not convict you when you're wrong, that's scary. Because you need his intervention. You need his interplay in your life continually. You don't want to grieve him so that he does not withdraw from you. Amen? Amen. So stick with the Lord and you will be blessed. You may feel left out when it comes to the other people in your peer group, but you're going to come out on top in the end. You're going to be able to look back and say, boy, I'm sure glad I went to church. I'm glad I learned what God was trying to teach me. Your life will come out so much better than a lot of other people. You just wait and see. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we want to thank also all of the parents that are seeing to it that their children are listening to the broadcast on a regular basis. You see, there, there's warfare that they're going to need to do, and you're not going to be there to do it. It's their place to do it. They have to learn. They have to stand. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. They have a walk with Jesus. Amen? They have a walk. I had one when I was 12. Other people didn't tell me what college to go to. I got on my knees and I talked to the Lord. Amen? So, they have a walk with the Lord. Encourage them in that walk. Amen? Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and we also come up on Sundays 
as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Amen. At 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States. And whatever time that happens to be wherever you are. It's important. It's important that you recast broadcasts when you miss them. God had something to say. God had something to say. And I want you to know what he had to say. Why? Because it's part of the building blocks in your life. God's working on a building. And that building is the body of Christ. Amen? God's working on a building. And that building is the body of Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we invite all of our first-time listeners to join us in our chat room, which is located on our website. Our chat room is for the participants in this ministry. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And our website is MiracleInternetChurch.com. And across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, uh, sign in using your own name. That's right, your name. It's important. And say hello to the saints, and the saints will say hello. Praise the Lord. Thank you. God bless you. We love you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come in the blood of the Lamb. We come in the blood of the Lamb. We come in the blood of the Lamb. And you tell us in your word, Father, that you are not the author of confusion, but of peace. You help us to understand through the scriptures, Father, that confusion is the enemy of our soul. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, We thank you for that truth, that you really are not the author of any confusion that might come into our lives. You're not. And because of you, we have no reason to be confused at all. We praise you for not giving us over to a spirit of fear, but instead you have given us a spirit of power, and of love, and of a sound mind, rejecting all confusion in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. Through your grace, we will trust in you with all of our hearts, and we will not lean toward our own understanding. In all of our ways, Lord, we will acknowledge you, and we are certain that you will direct our path. Thank you for the changes, Lord, that you're bringing into many of our lives. 
Many of us have different and new experiences in our lives presently because of the work of your grace, your power, your might, your favor, and your love in our lives. We want to thank you for that. Teach us, Lord, to love your law. And as we do, we know that we will have great peace in our lives instead of confusion. Help us, Father, your help. We know that we will not be confused any longer. Your help enables us to set our faces like a flint. And we know that we shall not be ashamed. You have invited us to cast our burdens upon you, Lord. Therefore, because of your word, we cast our burdens of confusion upon you, realizing that you will sustain us. We thank you, Father, for always sustaining us. We know that you will never permit us to be swayed from the peace that we have in you. Thank you for your all understanding. It has taken away the confusion that we were experiencing, and we know your peace will keep our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, Father, for setting us free from every confusion in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. It's by your grace that we are sustained. It's by your grace. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind the spirit of fear in Jesus' holy name. We bind spirits of confusion sent to us from the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ, we reject those spirits in Jesus' name. We forbid them to attack us or to attack our loved ones in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, that your grace is sufficient for us. And if we have a question, Lord, we can always ask you and receive a right answer. You teach us, Lord, to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over thoughts that are not of Jesus Christ. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from them in the name of Jesus, and we receive the thoughts of the Lord for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the peace that comes from the Prince of Peace. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for purchasing our peace on Calvary. And we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We take authority, dominion, and power over all spirits of heaviness, excessive mourning, insomnia, self-pity, depression, suicidal tendencies, broken hearts, roots of bitterness, impulsiveness, lack of praise, 
We take authority, dominion, and power over the inroads of the enemy into our lives. We bind the enemy in the name of Jesus. We forbid him to become entrenched in our lives in Jesus' name. We uproot him and all of his efforts in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send them bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every demon that has come to attack us, we bind you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for for the attack against the enemy in Jesus' name. He has no right to attack. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that is risen against us in judgment, we condemn it now in Jesus' name. You have given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We walk in the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We thank you, Jesus, for strong faith. We thank you for committed faith. We thank you that we will not be tempted to sway and to become double-minded in Jesus' name. We bind all double-mindedness, all doubt, all fear, and all unbelief in Jesus' name. We declare that the word of the Lord is yes and amen to us, and we will not turn around. We will not allow trauma, nor fears, nor tortures, nor protective shields of secrecy, nor disassociation, nor front personalities, nor occult rituals, nor PTSD, nor post-traumatic stress disorder, nor psychopathic, nor intrusive flashback, nor panic shatterness, nor unworthiness, nor phobias, nor self-punishment, nor social withdrawals, nor anger, nor fear, nor guilt, nor bad memories, nor recycled self-perpetual programming, nor abusers, nor multiple personalities, nor sensory deprivation, nor hypnosis, nor dissociative memories, nor secrecy, nor spin demons, nor self, nor overlapping, conflicting desires, conflict, or unforgotten memories to hinder us in the name of Jesus. We bind all such in the name of Jesus. We command it to leave us now. We apply the sword of the Spirit to those things in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No demon in our mind is going to run our lives in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon in our minds right now in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. 
it received it. Deep breath and calm in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We cut ourselves free with the sword of spirit from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, covenant, yoke, tie, oath, agreement, and all other connections with the demonic realm in the name of Jesus. You will not bind us, nor tie us, nor hinder us in any way. In Jesus' name, we loose ourselves from your entrapment in the name of Jesus Christ. We loose ourselves from your entrapment in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for causing blind eyes to see clearly in Jesus' name. Satan, we bind you from attempting to blind us to the truth in Jesus' name. The Bible declares from the mouth of Jesus Christ that we will know the truth and the truth will make us free. We take hold of the freedom now in Jesus' name. Father, we call out to you. We cry unto you. Father, establish your authority and order in our lives. Lord, correct our lives. Correct us in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus over strong self-will, spirit of the child, childishness, insecure, does not want to grow up, trims and fits, childish self-will, self-life, self-love, immaturity, slothfulness, laziness, Ungodly control, always wanting their way, irresponsible, and inability to put away childish things. We take authority, dominion, and power over fear that keeps us running away from issues that Jesus wants us to face. We bind that in the name of Jesus. We bind rejection. We bind fear of rejection. We bind mental abuse by parents. Control and domination over protection, double-mindedness, dependence, anger, and frustrated outcasts. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind blocked learning, confusion, motor and other perceptual deficits resulting from head injuries and or meningitis in Jesus' name. We bind attacks on the memory, communication, impulsive, short attention span. Schizophrenia, learning disabilities, fear of learning disabilities, slow reader, slow hearer, dyslexia. We bind and break the power and grip of dyslexia in Jesus' name. Dysgraphia, dyscalculia, tublox, fears and insecurities, and social problems. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind self-rejection, fear of rejection, self-accusations, accusations of others. Inferity, insecurity, fantasy lust, harlotry, fear of judgment, self-pity, false compassion, 
false responsibility, depression, despondency, despair, discouragement, hopelessness, suicide, guilt, condemnation, shame, unworthiness, pride, vanity, ego, intolerance, impatience, frustration, perfection, fantasy, withdrawal, pouting, unreality, vivid imagination, self-awareness, timidity and shyness, loneliness, germs, sensitiveness, talkativeness, nervous tension, fear of people, and mental insanity. In Jesus' name, you're bound. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Come out. Come out from the generations in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out of them. The curse has been broken. Come out. Bound in Jesus' holy name. Fire of God. Fire of God on all of our neurology. Fire of God on the nervous systems in our bodies in Jesus' name. Some of you are feeling lightheaded. You need to take a deep breath and call from your gut. Generational confusion. You're bound in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your peace, replacing the confusion in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your peace, replacing the confusion. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to praise you and thank you for the armor that you have provided for us to dress in every day so that we are completely covered by the blood of Jesus. We are the head and not the tail. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, that as we take the shield of faith, we will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And we walk in as we wear our helmet of salvation in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. And every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. 
We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic technology, uh, digital demons, and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer, and all of their attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and you're forbidden for attacking us or our loved ones. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking now, that all of the physical injuries to our brains are now wrapped in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. All the physical injuries to our brains are now wrapped in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. All of the physical injuries to our brains are now wrapped in the blood stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for healing. Even unto childhood, physical injuries that have happened because of concussions or accidents or traumas, whatever the case may have been, Lord, we wrap Every injury in our brains, even neurological and chemical or electrical, as the world likes to call it, in the blood stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing virtue flowing through us now. Oh, thank you, Lord. Some of you can feel this difference right now. You can actually feel it happening. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, Al pulse weapons and their attacks, microwaves, 
debilitating sonic frequencies and their attacks, the work of every druid, 5G and its components, everything coming off the satellite, off the computers, and our electronic devices, and off the cell towers, in the name of Jesus. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, globalist cabal groups, witches, warlocks, wizards, mm-hmm. shamans, tribal witchcraft in Jesus' name, tribal witchcraft, Indonesian, Malaysian, Japanese, Russian, is English. Yes, even in Wales. Irish. Baltic region. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, and we bind all Morgellons attacks. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender <coughs> according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, Every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. 
This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamations, pronouncements, vows, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling, authority, dominion, and power over all wizardry, black magic, jujus, and tribal rituals of witchcraft. And we return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset. We bind make-believe fantasies, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the children, spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. In Jesus' holy name, we bind the king of pride and his agents and his manipulation in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind our human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. In the name of Jesus, we bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in Jesus' name, and we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, or pact, and that of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and insanity and work of foolishness in our own opinions in Jesus' name. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. 
We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens. Let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth. And your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. We disconnect ourselves and bind every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in Jesus' name. We command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Father, for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians who are persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, some of us do not know the physical location of some of our loved ones. Father, we place this in your hands. We cast this care upon you. We ask you to intervene. Hey, hallelujah. Rumba baba kushe. We will no longer be troubled. We will walk in the peace that you have provided for us. We thank you for it, for they are safe. We place them as the body of Christ under the blood of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the peace that passes all understanding, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for stationing your ministering spirits and angels around them, Father. That your will might be done on earth as it is in heaven. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and every mode of transportation that we use, including walking down the sidewalk, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus. We thank you that animals, nor objects, nor any other such thing shall cross our path and cause a problem in Jesus' holy name. 
We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We cover our family members with the blood of Jesus. We bind all tormenting dreams in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind any spirit attempting to enter our dreams in Jesus' name. And we command them to stay away from us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus, for your warring linking angels. We thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lord, there's some of our family members or persons that are close to us that we have not heard from in a period of time. Yes, Lord, we thank you for the breakthrough in Jesus' name. We thank you for the breakthrough in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the breakthrough. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord. Satan, we bind your interference in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo. Thank you, Lord. All witchcraft and curses that have been sent to us, and we send it back wherever it came from in the name of Jesus. We cut and burn and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear up walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars. Ishi. Isha, out into the light, Lord, out into the light. Hey, out of the shadows, into the light. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of every love spell, back text, curse, fetish, charm, psychic thought or prayer, witchcraft, bewitchment, potions, mind control, voodoo, magic, sorcery, torment, pain, sickness, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer, Chains, incense and candle burning, ungodly blessings, chanting, incantations, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sin. Lord, strip back the veil of darkness. Thank you, Lord. Kitchen cabinet scriptures. Amen. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you for the spirit of truth at work, Lord. 
We bind spirits of bitterness, murder, hate, jealousy, envy, wizardry, sorcery. Uh-huh. Blindness. Binding spirits of bondage, fear, hate, and heaviness. We thank you, Father, for the glory of the Lord Jesus being released on his people now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the praise. And everybody said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 9. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. Galatians chapter 1. Verses three through four. Aha, Our fe- uh, featured ebook is Favor, Grace of God Bible Study. Favor, Grace of God Bible Study. Favor, Grace of God Bible Study. Amen. You know, sometimes when you're going to deal with um, officials, let's call them that. You truly do need the favor of God to be with you. And you're going to seek information or help or support or whatever it is you might need. You need the favor of God to be with you. Amen? So I'm certain that this book will be of help to you. And I know that it will open up avenues as you read and come into understanding. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our guest call-in number remains area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Tonight we're going to talk about Jesus, our redemption. Jesus, our redemption. Jesus Christ, our redemption. Amen. We're going to begin in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10. Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10. Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10. Ephesians, New Testament, chapter 2, and verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. No need to attempt to boast about what you've become, because we are his workmanship. He's done the work. We are not our own. I know that comes as a shock to a lot of people, but we are not our own. We were bought back with a price. Yes, the shedding of blood by the Lamb of God on Calvary. That's right. That's right. 
Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Speaking of Jesus, who gave himself for us. You remember, he had no sin. He had sinless blood who gave himself for us that he might redeem us all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. That doesn't mean strange. It means set aside for God. Zealous of good work. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, gave himself for us that he might buy us back and get us back and recover us and set us free by paying a ransom and to deliver us from sin and all of its penalties. That's right. Penalties come with sin. Penalties. A sacrifice made for the sinner. To make amends for us and to restore us to favor with God. Mm -hmm. To make amends for us and to restore us to favor with God. Jesus made amends for all of our wickedness and unrighteous acts. His offering of sacrifice for our sake benefited us in that Jesus purified, purified, cleansed us, and gave us true desire to do those things please the Father. Jesus had a lot of work to do. His offering of sacrifice for our sake benefited us in that Jesus purified and cleansed us and gave us true desire to do those things which please the Father. Jesus died for us, taking God's judgment against our sin in our place so that he could rescue us from continually falling into sin. Now, if that doesn't cause you to appreciate the Lord more, I don't know what will. For the Bible teaches us that the penalty for sin against God is death. The penalty for sin 
against God is death. Jesus Christ took that penalty upon himself in our place. So before the heavenly realm and truth, Jesus Christ has become redemption to us. He has become redemption to us. He is the only accepted one before God who could meet all of the requirements to restore us back to right relationship with our Heavenly Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, to 1, verse 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us Wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Really, Pastor? Seriously. We wouldn't make it without him. Amen. We would not make it without him. Let's see. I think I did this. Amen. Amen. See my Bible here for a moment. Mm-hmm. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorious, let him glory in the Lord. The one that wants to boast, let him boast in the Lord. Our redemption here refers to our complete and final deliverance from the guilt of sin. You know, some of you have written me and you have expressed that you have so much guilt and shame over past things that have happened in your life. Well, there's um, some information that I left in the chat room today that might help you. Amen? Yes, even when Jesus' work becomes fully visible in the redemption of the body itself. What? Yep, that's right. He's relieved us of the guilt of sin. He took it. The guilt, the shame, the pain, the suffering, he took it. 
He took it all. So don't allow the enemy to take advantage of your emotion by hounding you and attacking you with spirits that Jesus took care of on Calvary. You see, he's taking advantage of your ignorance of the word and the power of God. He hasn't got any business trying to dig around in your past and bring back guilt and shame and this and the no. It's under the blood. You've been freed. You're no longer in bondage to sin. Child of God. Don't let him get away with that. Don't you agree with him? Amen. Come out of agreement with the devil. Come out of agreement with the devil. Not only have we been delivered from the guilt of sin, we even have a work that's working to the point of the full visible redemption of the body itself. What do you mean by that, Pastor? Well, let's go to Romans 8. Romans chapter 8. This is a good chapter of the Bible. They're all good chapters. I just happen to favor this one. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 21. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 21. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. So do you see the transition there? Human beings that come to Jesus Christ are delivered from the bondage of corruption, and they move into the glorious liberty of the children of God. So the children of God have glorious liberty. Don't let the enemy rob you of this. Do not let the enemy rob you of this. It's yours by inheritance. The glorious liberty of the children of God is yours by inheritance. Don't let the enemy steal from you. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain, in pain, together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. We're waiting for the redemption of our body. Now, amen. You see, saints, everything in creation is patiently waiting for the day when God resurrects raises from the dead all of his children. 
That's right. The whole of creation is longing for the revelation of the sons of God. Uh-huh. This means that we have hope for the future and also the highest blessing to be enjoyed in the now in Christ. Our bodies will be redeemed. And you say, well, what's so important about that? Because you're going to need a redeemed body. Jesus got a changed body, a transformed body. Before his death, burial, and resurrection, he had a normal human body. Afterward, he could walk through walls. He didn't walk through the door nor ring the doorbell. You're going to need a transformed body in the future. Amen. Just as you need one now, a regular human body to live on the earth, you're going to need a transformed body in the future. Really? Really. It's serious. We have come to understand that as our high priest, Jesus Christ is our righteousness in restoring us to right relations to God and securing us his favor and friendship. We have come to understand that in the position as our high priest, Jesus Christ is our righteousness in restoring us to right relations to God and securing us his favor and friendship. Jesus Christ, in the position as our king, is our sanctification. He is forming and guiding us into the obedience to the Father's holy will. Jesus Christ, in the position as our prophet, is our wisdom. He reveals to us God and his love. He makes to know the nature of and conditions of the salvation that love has prepared. Jesus Christ, in the position as our prophet, is our wisdom. He reveals to us God and his love. He makes us to know the nature and conditions of the salvation that love has prepared for us. When these positions come together, they work out for us the complete deliverance from sin and all of its effects. So then, the redeemed of the Lord will regain all that it has ever lost. The redeemed of the Lord 
will regain all that we've ever lost. He is the restorer, you know. He's the restorer of paths to dwell in, too. Jesus Christ is made of God to be to us redemption. We must see Jesus as he lives now, a victorious king wearing his royal crown, sitting at the right hand of God. He has taken again the glory which he had with the Father before the world began. And all of this awaits us. Now, his human nature, his human body has been freed from all the consequences of sin to which he once had been exposed. All of that has now passed away. Now he expresses divine glory. Now he expresses divine glory. Jesus reigns now as the Son of Man. He rests on his throne and in the bosom of the Father. The deliverance from what he had to suffer from sin is now complete and eternal. Redemption is found inside his own person. He embodies the complete redemption that was required for all of mankind. Saints, we need to see Jesus Christ as he is now. We, in our hearts and in our minds, we need to see him as he is now. He is made by God to be our complete redemption. All that we'll ever need to be right with the Father and to experience the full inheritance and blessing that the Father has for us. All of that is found in Jesus Christ. John chapter 2. First John. Chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. 1 John, chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, We have an advocate 
with Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. He is what it requires for uh, to be done for us to walk in right relationship with the Father. He is the propitiation for our sins. He paid the penalty. We didn't. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and the sins of the whole world. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11. Leviticus, chapter 17 and verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. The blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. So Jesus Christ had to shed his blood on the cross for all of our souls. He was the only one who had sinless blood. Matthew chapter 26 verse 28. Matthew Chapter 26, verse 28. Matthew, chapter 26, verse 28. Jesus speaking. For this is my blood of the New Testament. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Okay, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Praise the Lord. First Peter, chapter one. First Peter, chapter one. First Peter, chapter one, beginning with verse eighteen. First Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. For as much as you know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, silver and gold, from your vain conversation or lifestyle received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, 
as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. That's right. Money did not buy your salvation. Gold and silver didn't do it either. No, it required the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. We believe this. The more that we understand and by faith believe and abide in him as our redemption, the more we will experience the powers of the world to come. The more that we understand and by faith believing abide in him as our redemption, the more we will experience the powers of the world to come. As our fellowship and communion with him becomes more intimate and profound, and as we allow the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to us in his heavenly glory, the more we will realize how the life of God in us is the life of him who sits upon the throne in heaven. Amen. Amen. You see, this will allow us to perceive the power of an endless life at work in us. We will actually experience the foretaste of the eternal glory. We used to sing in church, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. The blessings which flow from abiding in Christ Jesus as our redemption are very great. Firstly, the soul is delivered from all fear of death. Firstly, the soul is delivered from all fear of death. Jesus Christ overcame this for us. So now we share in his victory. He has triumphed over death. Even his body has entered into the glory. Even his body has entered into the glory. The saint who abides in Christ as his full redemption comes to realize that even now he has spiritual victory over death. The saint who abides in Christ as his full redemption 
comes to realize that even now he has spiritual victory over death. chapter 10, verse 28. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Jesus speaking to us. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. This truth serves to remove the old rags of the old carnal nature until this saint is clothed with a new body of glory. We have something to look forward to, saints, the redemption of our body. Old body is carried to the grave to lie there as a seed from where the new body will arise to be joined with the glorified spirit. Now, we've been experiencing in this ministry many persons transitioning to their new life away from the earth. Those that were believers in Jesus Christ, those that were Christians in right standing, their natural body went into an earthly grave as a seed to be later raised by the power of the Holy Spirit, to be united with the new glorified spirit that the believer receives after death. Amen? So for those of you who've experienced this type of situation, I want you to go back and rethink what you've been believing about death, where it comes to a believer. This is not the end. We transition from earth to glory. The body goes into the grave to be resurrected, brought back to life by the power of the Holy Spirit, to be united with the glorified spirit of the new man. Amen? Amen. You're going to have to think about this. Amen. You're going to have to think about this. Amen. So then, the resurrection of the body becomes to us a living expectation because the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in the body as the promise that even our human mortal bodies shall be made alive. 
spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in our bodies as the promise that even our human mortal bodies shall be made alive again after death. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 11. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 11. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or make alive your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Let me say that again. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell or live in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or make alive your mortal body by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Let me emphasize this. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You've been set free from fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Father, The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, indeed. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. All creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. All of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. 
because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. The redemption of our body. It's a blessing. It's a grace. It's a gift given by our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ our Lord. This faith exercises its influence of setting us apart as holy unto God in the willing surrender of the sinful practices of the body to be crushed along with the evil nature. Hmm. We have a part in this? Yes, it's in the willing surrender of the sinful practices of the body and the evil nature. There's some things you must let go of. There's some things you must surrender. And God is working with us, helping us to see the truth so that we can make the divine exchange of uh, what we have been for what he is. There's a divine exchange. We can hold on to how we've always been, or we can make an exchange with him for who he is, and we can become more like him. Amen? When we participate in this process, we will live. Those who are led by the Spirit of God instead of the old nature are the sons of God. They imitate their Heavenly Father and they walk in love. We must become completely subjected to the dominion of the Spirit of God. We must. This willing subjection and full surrender to the Spirit of God is preparation for the time when the human body shall be changed and fashioned like to his glorious body. This willing subjection and full surrender to the Spirit of God is preparation for the time when the human body shall be changed and fashioned like to his glorious body. Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse 50. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 
beginning with verse 50. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruption shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up, in victory. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. That's right. You see, death doesn't have the last word with the saint of God. Victory does. The grave isn't the final place. Not for the saint of God. Corruption is not the last word for the saint of God. Incorruption is. Mortality must give way to immortality. So those of you who have felt as you have perceived us moving closer to the very end of time, oh, this is scary. Why are you afraid if you are in right standing with Jesus Christ and he is your complete redemption? He awaits your answer. Amen? Don't keep him waiting. Amen? Amen? Since you believe that he is your redemption, why are you afraid to die? Wow. I'll let you answer that. Brother Bill, 
Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports. AK has a praise report. He had called in for prayer concerning trauma and PTSD from when he broke his arm. But, however, during the warfare prayer, Pastor prayed for my case so descriptively and pointedly, my trauma left me, and I forgot I even called in. Well, praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You're always right on point. NK has a praise report. I want to give God thanks and praise for being my rock and salvation, the author and finisher of my life and faith. I was grappling with a host of difficult thoughts and feelings like leaving my family this past week. I'd never seriously done that before. In the midst of my trials, my husband and son allowed me to perceive formerly desperate aspects of my life as one cohesive picture. I was woken up to see I had been in denial, calling things by another name. See where was that? And lying to myself change had to come. I thought of who I was in past relationships, my expectations of marriage, things that happened, surrendering our dogs, and I spent a little time checking out jobs and studio apartments in Jacksonville. I wasn't making plans to divorce and abandon my son. I was trying to understand who I am and what God's purpose and place for me is. All the whole while during this turmoil, God was with me. I knew his hand was upon me. He helped me through Dr. Pat's book, Keys to a Happy Marriage. At the beginning of the book, there is a design to impart right perspective about being the spouse of an unsaved person through the heart of it's relevant to all marriages. I personalized the prayer and fit my circumstance. And while my flesh has protested, I am committed to having the attitude and approach renewed. My husband knows all this and understands. I thank God for his openness of our communication for his good plans for us in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're always there for it. AEF has a praise report. A co-worker, AJ, had had been sick, what the doctors called the flu. After prayer in the morning to bind and rebuke any spirit of infirmity attacking AG, by the afternoon all flu symptoms were gone. In Jesus' name, praise God, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. And Trish has a praise report. Earlier I asked the Holy Spirit to help me find my wallet after two times checking at the store. Went to put gas in the car, and then it was posted. Then I posted my prayer request. After my husband pumped gas, he said, we're going back to the store. They found my wallet. Somebody had turned it in. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God in the highest. Joanne has a praise report. I overcame my fear and took the meds. I bound the spirit of fear that was attacking me on what will happen this week as the medicine does its things. We already stood in agreement that only good things will happen and praise you, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus in this whole process. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Trish says, Heavenly Father, I just want to praise you and thank you for your unmerited mercy and grace. I thank you for all the 
answer prayers above according to the covenant. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. Praise the Lord. Pastor Sabrina prayed about inflammation in the body, and Brother Marshall posted Nehemiah 9 and incorporated verses 21 and through my and there feet swelled not until my prayer and the swelling in my feet went down considerably the next day. Today, all swelling is gone in my feet. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I resubmitted requests and paperwork to be separated from that sorority multiple times. Yes, I, before I submitted a praise report, only to learn that the issues with their receipt of the document required submission. I believe this was a spiritual warfare, but today I checked my email to find out the document acknowledging the process was complete, and I'm no longer listed on their ministry membership role. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. KK has a praise report. Early in my life, psychologists and psychiatrists put different labels and diagnoses on me. Since then, I lived as though that was my identity, similar to the way which someone is in a 12-step program would define themselves as an alcoholic even though they were sober. I knew God had got me off the medications, but I didn't think the labels had been rescinded. I wasn't able to see that the diagnosis were no longer my identity. I didn't realize that I didn't have to live accordingly. God showed me that these things that he said and were written about were written about me are not who I am. God showed me that I can leave those things behind and walk in the new spirit. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. Ariana has a praise report. I'd been searching for a job since the summer of 2022. Today I was hired for my first job. I've been praying that if it's the Lord's will for me to have this job to open the door, and he did. It will be starting this Saturday. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I pray I do well in Jesus' name. And, yes, I'm in agreement. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for the blessing. And Amy has a praise report. I give thanks to the Lord for showing mercy and favor for Josh in the situations this past week. Heavenly Father, you also showed me mercy and favor in these matters, too. And I thank you for putting the fear in Josh again about doing what is right and taking care of his responsibilities. You have showed him great mercy and love by providing another job in which blesses me too. Thank you so much for taking care of me and giving me mercy where it wasn't deserved, but given anyway because you love us. Bless the name of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. And we have a praise report from Sharon. Thank you, Jesus. You reminded me I still have a heart in my chest tonight. Thank you for the protection as I drove by a deer tonight singing victory in Jesus. And I stood there and started to look at my car, but turned away. You know, the deer just stood there and started to look at my car and turned away. I kept singing when I saw it. And only after I passed, I realized your protection. Then my heart raced. 
thank you, Jesus, you're beautiful. Because this happened more than three times with the deer, not including dogs, cats, possums. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord. And bro has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for helping me shut off the toilet that was running in answer to my prayer. I give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endured forever. Bless your holy name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And DBD has a praise report. A week ago, I placed a prayer request in the Global Prayer Wars prayer room regarding the symptoms of my father's dementia and for his safety while he was in the rehab nursing home. God answered, and my dad is now back home with Lilith is able to walk again. The entire time he was in the facility, he was visited by family who stayed until visiting hours ended. Many times the staff even allowed longer stays. The Lord has been merciful to me as well in that I still have not been able to travel to see him, but God's intervention, I did not have any worries because Everything was in sync with one another. Hallelujah. The Lord is continuing to bless because now I talk to my stepmom over the phone. I can hear the peace in her voice again. Thanks to everyone who stood in agreement with me. God always knows what is needed, when to provide it, and how to accomplish it. He is faithful like that. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And NK has a praise report yesterday in the midst of a conflict. The Holy Spirit revealed a big open door in AK's life. God actually spoke the answer through AK's mouth, and AK couldn't stop himself from uttering it. The reason pride and rebellion have free reign to act through AK was that was the belief that he was irrevocably emotionally damaged. That lie said, I can't function normally because I'm emotionally defective. I therefore have to pass from following the rules and confirming conforming my attitudes to Christ after a lecture and an explanation trying to help AK agree what he needs to fight pride and rebellion. My instinct was to search for a teaching by Dr. Pat on pride and rebellion. Instead, by God's grace, I realized that my ideas and efforts are trash. Then the Holy Spirit highlighted one of Pastor Sabrina's teaching. The title had zero relevance to our issue, but we listened. The opening prayer addressed how how we follow directions, use information, and whether we are rebellious. After being convicted, A.K. followed my instructions to see if a neighbor could play then when his time there was done to see if he could see another neighbor and he's even played with before. After the first child had to go in, A.K. struggled about approaching the second boy because he had preconceived ideas about him and was afraid. A.K. forced himself to obey and play chess with the new boy. And they got to know one another. A.K. did not put on airs. He was honest about himself. He did not play the role to appear cool, get negative attention, or to feel in charge. They enjoyed themselves. And A.K. is looking forward to being himself, moving forward. He's his 
He's eager to influence the new boy for Jesus as God leads AK's breakthrough concerning the truth about his emotional health, who he really is, came after his dad accepted he's no longer mentally defective, but called in to a new life in Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for your ways are perfect. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. The grace of obedience. Amen. Yes, Lord. We're going to go to our guest call-ins for a couple of minutes here. And area code 818, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am calling because a few months ago um, when I called, I was having like really severe spinal pain. And you told me that there was something that, you know, that God, it was like a soul issue, whatever, but God would talk to me, and he did. And he told me what it was. It wasn't a bad thing. It was something that God is doing in my life. And once God revealed it to me, um, the pain went away, like, immediately. And for months, I've been doing really good with it. But it came back recently, really, just as severe. And I, and I so I've been praying and saying, Lord, why is it coming back to me? And he's letting me know that I'm letting fear creep in that God is not going to do what he said he's doing or it's not happening the way I thought it, you know, wanted to happen or whatever that I'm letting fear creep in again. And the pain has been severe. So I'm like, I am standing against the fear, but at the same time, I wanted to get called and get prayer because you had caught that it was, um, I think it was Python. I think you said it was like, it, and it has that same feeling like it's ripping my spine. And then, um, I also want to get prayer and continue prayer for, um, you know, like the, the weight loss, uh, that was, you know, my previous report about the medicine. Thank God I did not have any bad side effects, um, but I, I want it to really help me do what it needs to do because I've been in a lot of pain, too, because uh, they want me to do surgery. I really would love to just be healed with this hernia and everything and assist. And so I want to pray about that. And then Lee is working. He can't be here, but he really needs, he wants prayer um, for his eyes. He has to get a third eye surgery. He's almost completely blind right now. And, um, and his hair, like he's, um, his hair fell out. A lot of it fell out with COVID. And so he's, and he also wants, um, you know, to be delivered. And, you know, like um, he's doing so much better. God is doing like amazing things with him, but um, he, he wants prayer too. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over fear. Now it's time for you to repent. I repent, Lord. I, I really do, and I do every time. I repent. I, I just, I didn't even know it was there. He's been showing me that he shows me when it's creeping in, and I don't even realize it. Because I, I used to be anxious, having panic attacks like 24-7. God has delivered me from so much. But then when he shows me where it's creeping in, giving the devil, you know, I guess um, a leeway, he shows me. And then but it's like I struggle to then because it's, I guess I already let it in, and that's why I really want that deliverance. But I do. Remember. Well, you're going to have to shut the door by an act of your will. You're going to have to use your will. You're going to have to shut the door by an act of your will. You're going to have to stand up in faith and command that devil to leave you. 
You see, uh, that's where I can think I have a question. It's time to listen. Okay, I'm sorry. It's time to listen. Once you've been delivered, you're supposed to stay delivered. The Bible says that you're supposed to remain free from that bondage and not be entangled in it again. That means it requires for you to be on your post at that spot. And at the very onset of the attack, you are to aggressively attack back. Mm -hmm. At the very onset, at the pin drop, you're supposed to aggressively attack back. If your mind is all distracted, you're not going to do that. Amen? Right. That's Amen. Yeah, God's been removing things too to tell me to get away from stuff. And um, yeah, God's been working on that too. I guess where I get confused, like I've been binding, but am I allowed to like cast it out or send it to the cage? Like I don't know where. Yes, dear, that's I'm... what we teach you to do. We teach you to speak to it, command it to leave you in the name of Jesus. Yes, that's what we okay. teach you binding. to do. Okay. I will do that. It's yours. It's in your body. You have to tell it to get out. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You don't have to allow any demon to be in your body at all. Amen? Amen. Okay. So we'll come in agreement with you. But you have to stand guard and command those spirits to leave you. When they come back, when the feelings come back, you, uh-uh, no, 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 you can't be here. You can't stay here. You've got to run them out. You've got a sword, use it. You've got a shield, use it. Okay. Amen? Amen, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know what went far. You hear the saints saying that they stood up against something, and they did whatever it was God would have them to do, and it left. It'll work for you, too. Okay. You don't have to be confused and go backwards. You have to stand up and fight, and fight till it's gone. Okay. Amen? Amen, yes. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we shut the door on anxiety and panic and stress and worry and fretting in the name of Jesus. We command it to leave now. Now you tell it to leave in Jesus' name. So uh, fear, panic, anxiety, pain, everything that is troubling me, every spirit that's coming against me or trying to be in me, I command you to go in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus against you. And take a deep breath and cough as we teach you. (coughs) (coughs) Go in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus. Where did you send it after you kicked it out? I send it to the, the cage to the feet of Jesus in Jesus' name, never to come back to me ever again, ever. To be judged. To be judged for all eternity, and I plead the blood of Jesus and ask God to fill me with his 
blood in his spirit and the Holy Spirit and um, to overcome evil with his good. Okay, now you need to keep practicing that. Okay. You need to keep practicing that. You can't say, okay, I got delivered, and then you go off as if the devil's never going to come back and attack again. Oh, yes, he will. He's just waiting to get the drop on you. Amen? Amen. Can I help thee with that stuff, too? Or because he can't always be here to, like, can I? Lee needs to learn to listen so he can grow. Lee needs to listen. These broadcasts, the these broadcasts are available through your app. They're right in the archive sermon. Amen? Right. Amen. Yes, I listen to them all the time. I'm always going back, but I will have him do that too. He needs to listen. He hasn't listened in quite some time. You know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As he listens, the Lord will work with him. Mm, okay. Amen? Amen, yes. Praise the Lord. You know, part of you, your instructions as a member of Miracle Outreach Ministries is that weekly you're supposed to allow and request the Holy Spirit to take you into the archives to listen to the sermon He wants you to hear. And if you ever learn to subject yourself and surrender to the Holy Spirit and do that every week, you will stay ahead. I've been doing that, believe it or not. Listen, 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 listen. Some of you like to get into a panic, and then you're running through the archive trying to read the, the title. I've already told you before. The titles don't already te- always tell you what God wants to say. You are to humble yourself, your know-it-all self, humble yourself, and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in, into the archive to the sermon he wants you to hear. And then you'll find what you need. But you have to choose to humble yourself and follow the direction. Amen? Amen. Uh, Yes, without a doubt. Absolutely, I agree. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift Lee up to you and uh, his hearing, his hair loss, and the uh, eye surgery. Father, we ask you to perform the eye surgery and to select those that minister to him during that time. Father, we ask you to help him to grow in faith during this procedure and trusting you. And we thank you, Lord, for everyone growing in the word and in obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for calling. Amen. We love you. for all the instructions. We love you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Area code 484, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Dr. Sabrina. Hello. Yes. Hi, Dr. Sabrina. It's yes. been a while since I spoke with you, uh, uh, since uh, I've been listening to it because I keep, the program keeps cutting off from my phone and my piece that I listen to. So now I'm back. I want to be back and stay because 
this ministry is a ministry I think I need because uh, it's been what I think we need in this time, the things that's happened now. So I'm uh, asking for prayer for healing because I had a, two strokes. And um, I'm coming back and I want to be completely healed. So I want to be under this ministry so I can stay within the coverage and the prayer that we have here. So I'm asking for prayer to get me back on my feet because right now I'm feeling some, um, what they say is vertigo, but I don't think it's vertigo, vertigo because it's not like when I hit my head and uh, I used to feel dizzy. That is not that. It's more than that. I think there's something that's happening. So requesting prayer that I get healing and that I stay under cover to this ministry. Thank you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift this brother to you in Jesus' name. We ask... Father, we want to thank you for releasing the healing virtue that Jesus Christ purchased for us when he died on Calvary. And by the stripes of Jesus, we declare this brother to be healed. Thank you, Father, for ministering to his needs and for giving him the heart and the mind to remain steadfast and unmovable from the work of God that you have set him under to grow. We thank you. We give you praise for your intervention and the normal course of his activity that he might keep the promise that he's making to you now. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's a wonderful world. And it's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. We're requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. A Christian mom in the U.K. is having her case heard after her son, then four years old, was forced by his school to partake in a gay pride parade against her will. Mom Izzy Montague was told by the head teacher of Heavers Farm Primary School in Croydon, South London, that her son could not opt out of the pride event despite their family's Christian beliefs. Now she, alongside Christian Legal Center, has launched legal action against the school for direct and indirect discrimination, victimization, and breach of the Education Act of 1996 and Human Rights Act of 1998. This is the first case in the U.K., 
where a court will consider the lengthy imposing LGBTQ ideology on students in primary school. It will weigh the aspects of religious discrimination and human rights of parents to determine the moral instruction of their children by opting out of sex education programs. The LGBT-related organization, Stonewall, worked with the school to organize the event, which occurred in June 2018. Christian Legal Center stated in a press release, Children as young as four were read stories promoted by the organization aimed at normalizing same-sex relationships and shown videos of two men kissing. LGBT flags were displayed across the school. Stonewall posters were hung, and children were encouraged to wear a rainbow of colors. One image emerged on the school website showing a student displaying a placard after a Martin Luther King Jr. lesson which read, I have a dream if boys could go to the same toilet as girls. Well, in case you don't know, that was not the Martin Luther King Jr. dream that God gave him. Parents were given no warning ahead of the Pride event, said Montague who only learned about it from a newspaper article. Reading is fundamental. After requesting her son be withdrawn from the parade, she was told that if he did, it would be regarded as a behavioral issue. I wasn't even trying to stop the parade event, she stated in a press release. I just wanted my child to receive an education rather than indoctrination. After I complained about my young child being forced to take part in an event that goes against our Christian belief, the school's attitude toward me changed completely. Other parents were afraid to speak up because of how the school treated me. She said the school created a hostile and intimidating atmosphere toward parents who dissented against the agenda being forced on their children. As an example, she noted that during a meeting between herself and the school administration to discuss her concerns, the head teacher's daughter wore a shirt that said, why be racist, sexist, homophobic, or transphobic when you can just be quiet? It was like being bullied, she said. They stopped treating me like any other parent but were antagonistic towards me. I believe that they retaliated against me by unreasonably excluding me from the premises, victimizing my child, and not taking my safeguarding concerns seriously. Refusing to be silent, though, Montague withdrew her son from the school and took legal action. I am taking this stand to raise awareness amongst parents as to what is happening in our primary schools, she said. I do not want other parents to go through what I have in the months and years ahead. The mom's case comes in the wake of concerns following the U.K. government's relationships and sex education being fully implemented. Those concerns are that RSE, relationships and sex education, does not protect the rights of parents to opt their children out of lessons containing sexualized material 
not in line with their religious values. RSE does not define the term age-appropriate and leaves the door open for partisan agencies to promulgate politicized teachings as fact in the classroom. Last week, it was found that schools have been blocking parents from viewing content being taught through RSE and that the curriculum is not transparent despite government promises. Both Muslim and Jewish schools have echoed Montague's complaints and stated that they will not be teaching LGBT ideology in the classroom. Montague's case is an example of tolerance that has become all too common in today's society, according to Andrea Williams, CEO of Christian Legal Center. Those who preach tolerance and diversity the loudest do not appear to be interested in practicing it, she said. Education is always a partnership between the school and parents, but the school's actions show disrespect, dismissiveness, and hostility toward these parents. A particular agenda is being forced unto children inside the school gates, and parents are being given no means to ensure that their children are being taught in line with their religious and philosophical beliefs. Thank you to the righteous judge for all of his adjudications in that matter and similar ones. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a 19-year-old in Canada has died after taking a popular abortion pill with listed side effects, including sepsis and death, an online system managed by the Canadian government for tracking adverse reactions to pharmaceuticals, indicated that a 19-year-old girl who took the abortion pill to end an unwanted pregnancy died of septic shock. According to information about RU. 486, a chemical abortion pill listed on the website for Health Canada, women who take the pill are taking on the risk of serious harm, potentially even death. The product's monograph clearly states the risk of both sepsis and infection and goes on to warn. Cases of serious bacterial infection, including very rare cases of fatal septic shock, have been reported following the use of the drug. Colostidium sorodelli. Infection was observed in some women without abdominal pain or fever that progressed rapidly to multi-organ failure and death. Despite these dangers, Health Canada approved the pill in 2015. Unfortunately, the pill is often touted as a safer alternative to a surgical abortion that many people do not think twice about taking. It is even referred to as a medical abortion or medication abortion in an attempt to give it some legitimacy to the fact that a baby is being intentionally killed. It consists of a two-drug combination pill. First, the mother is given mephesprestone pill. This blocks the progesterone in her body, which is a hormone the pregnant woman naturally produced to sustain and nourish their pregnancy. This has the effect of starving her growing embryo to death, which causes it to detach from the uterine wall. 24 to 48 hours later, the woman must take the second pill, 
to cause uterine contractions that allow them to expel their dead baby. This is often accompanied by significant bleeding. Mm. Even those who are in favor of abortion in general have spoken out against the drug with the pro-abortion authors of the book RU486, Misconceptions, Myths, and Morals, writing that it is an unsafe second-rate abortion method with significant problems that amounts to medical violence against women. The national president of the Campaign Life Coalition, Jeff Gunnarsson, said of the tragedy, her untimely death is a tragedy that deeply affects everyone involved, including her family, friends, and community. The loss of young lives with so much potential is always devastating. It leaves behind a void that cannot be filled. The group is currently petitioning Health Canada to ban this dangerous drug and protect women's lives. A similar incident took place in 2001 when a 26-year-old Canadian woman died due to septic shock in a clinical trial of the pill. The woman who was previously healthy lost her life due to this drug, and her death temporarily stopped the expansion of its use. At least 14 women in the U.S. have died from the drug to more than 2,000 adverse effects reported that include more than 600 hospitalizations and at least 300 women experiencing blood loss that was significant enough to need a transfusion. However, this is believed to only represent a small proportion of the real number due to underreporting. One of the most dangerous aspects of the drug is how it allows the common bacterial, vaginal bacteria, Clostridium soridelli, to get into the cervical canal and enter the bloodstream. While its anti-glucocorticoid effects impair the body's ability to fight off the infection. This often happens without the type of warning signs seen with other types of infections, such as fever or pain, which means affected women are not able to seek help in time and are far more likely to die of sepsis. Unfortunately, the pro-abortion crowd does its best to make sure women don't know about the risks of this drug, presenting it as an easy solution to an unwanted pregnancy and some pain with their lives. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in such matters. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning several Chinese corporations with extensive ties to the ruling Chinese Communist Party has spent the past few years purging American private schools that have outstanding military officer training programs. In 2015, the New York Military Academy, a 126-year-old preparatory school that was the alma mater of former President Donald Trump, was sold for nearly $16 million to the Research Center on Natural Conservation, a nonprofit backed by a Chinese holding company. Two years later, the Florida Preparatory Academy in Melbourne, Florida, suffered the same fate when a Chinese education conglomerate purchased it as part of its plan to create a global educational alliance system. Both the NYMA and the Florida Prep have strong junior reserve officers training corps. 
Corps JROTC programs to train future officers of the United States Armed Forces. Chinese state-owned media outlets claim that Chinese corporations entering the American private school market in the hopes of cashing in on Chinese students' quest for admission into a U.S. college. The think tank, the Center for Immigration Students, noted that foreign students are more likely to obtain F-1 immigration visas if they apply to attend private schools. This acceptance rate is likely to go even higher if they sign up to become students at a Chinese-owned institutions like NYMA and Florida Prep. Officials from the former even said they expected a surge of Chinese students to enroll following its takeover. In a statement to Republican Representative Michael Waltz of Florida's 6th District, a member of the House Armed Services Committee noted that Chinese ownership of schools with strong JROTC programs could pose a real threat to American national security interests. To the extent that those private schools have junior ROTC programs that are forming the backbone of the future leaders of our military, This is something I would hope and would expect the Defense Department would work with me to better understand, he said. To this end, Waltz on Tuesday, January 31st, sent a letter to the Secretary of Defense, Lord Austin, Austin, urging the department to survey how many JROTC programs at private schools across the country are owned by foreign entities. With the ongoing military recruitment crisis, I am concerned that any students we recruit into the service from the CCP-influenced schools will have a sympathetic view of China's political and strategic aims, he said in his letter. In 2021, records show that Chinese firms and government institutions secured over $120 million in contracts with American universities. From 2013 to 2020, about 115 colleges and universities received nearly $1 billion in monetary gifts, contracts, or both from entities located in mainland China. Harvard University led the pack with nearly $94 million, the majority received in the form of gifts. China's influence in the American education sector is only growing, fueling speculation regarding China's motives and how many other educational institutions have been successfully infiltrated by the CCP. Without any significant change in government policy regarding the foreign ownership of American institutions, it is very likely that Chinese corporations will only continue. Walsh himself noted that he is concerned that the Pentagon's resources are inadvertently helping promote and support these schools and that the reality of Chinese ownership of American private schools should serve as a wake-up call. We thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning the the communist Chinese government has figured out one thing. There is no way their still developing military can best the U.S. military in a straight-up fight. So they have decided to take over our country, playing by our rules of a free market society. 
That said, this isn't a piece arguing against a free market economy. Rather, it serves as a warning shot to American lawmakers that our national security is not at risk because China possesses a more technologically advanced Army, Navy, and Air Force, but because the Chi-Coms are simply buying control of our country one acre and one company at a time. And what's more, this process has been going on for some time. In July, for instance, the Federalists reported on the shocking amount of American farm and timberland China now owns, some of the most fertile in the world. Buyers from the People's Republic of China purchased $6.1 billion in real estate last year, the most of any foreign buyer. Many of these purchases over the past few years have been farmland or ranch land near U.S. military bases, the outlet reported at the time. Revelations from a groundbreaking exclusive CNN story published on July 23rd about telecommunications equipment from China's highway, I forgot how you pronounce it, install in rural America suggested that Chinese land purchases could pose a severe national security threat as well. The report further noted CNN chronicles the Chinese government's more than decade-long effort to establish a massive electronic intelligence and jamming capability in the U.S. adjacent to military installations and in Washington, D.C. Such a system could deliver a crippling electronic Pearl Harbor against American nuclear weapons systems and strategic communications vital to deterring and defeating a military surprise attack. The report goes on to provide details into how China's state-subsidized telecommunication BMUS, Huawei and Huawei, that's what they're called, and ZTE sold cell tower equipment and routers many times at a loss to small telecommunications providers in the rural heartland, and how much of the equipment was similarly installed near the land-based leg of America's nuclear triad. 400 Minuteman three intercontinental ballistic missiles located in states like Nebraska, North Dakota, Montana, Colorado, and Wyoming. The purpose of the equipment is to serve as massive jamming devices that would prevent the launch of the weapon. But there is more. The Federalist reports noting four potential uses, the real-time communications intelligence, real-time imagery intelligence, offensive signals jamming, and Internet attacks. Mm -hmm. Mind you, this equipment can mostly provide the Chinese with remote capabilities they otherwise would never have been able to obtain were it not for the unserious nature of our political leaders, nearly all of whom appear to be all in for China as long as the money continues to flow. Again, this isn't an attack on free market capitalism, but on a lack of concern for national security. Meanwhile, the Chinese government is overseeing the purchase of shares of multiple U.S. companies that were launched in our country but hardly resemble American corporations anymore. Much has been written about companies outsourcing manufacturing to other countries 
like Mexico and China, but what is discussed less often is how many household names created in America are now owned by other countries with a significant amount of them, like farmland owned by China. The outlet reported some are believed to be owned by China, but in reality they are in partnership with Chinese companies, such as General Motors, the outlet continued. The list of companies includes Forbes Media, General Electric, Motorola, IBM, WeWork, Segway, Dairy Farmers of America Incorporated, Uber Technologies, and even a share of the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. If the new Republican majority in the House is serious about protecting America, one of their first orders of business will be to pass legislation barring China from doing this kind of business in our country and then dare Democrats not to sign on. We thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in such matters. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Thanks to a company called Eleven Labs, it is now possible to clone almost any voice in minutes. Then feed that voice a text block that will be pronounced or performed in that AI voice. Remarkably, the Eleven Labs voice synthesis model is so advanced that it reads or pronounces written text in a way that is almost indiscernible from a human performance. Although there are many rudimentary text-to-speech systems available today, most of them suffer horribly robotic-sounding, monotonous voices that lack the rhythm and tonal flow that characterizes normal human speech. The 11 Lab system doesn't merely process one word at a time. It processes blocks of text in a holistic fashion, allowing it to produce pauses, tonal inflections, and end-of-sentence pitch changes that make a system sound human. I am a musician and audio engineer, as you may know, and I'm very sensitive to voice intonation and speech patterns. I can identify most famous celebrities by their voice alone. To demonstrate the power and practicality of this new voice system, which has both positive and negative consequences for society, I joined Eleven Labs as a paying customer and uploaded samples of my voice to create an instant voice via cloning. Within minutes, I had a usable cloned voice that I could feed text sentences, which would be performed as audible speech. The service allows you to download the resulting audio files as an MP3. All of this cost me less than $5. There is essentially zero barrier to entry for anyone wanting to do the same thing. Today's situation update starts off with my AI voice performing the podcast intro. What 11 Labs has achieved in voice synthesis has many productive and positive uses, of course. All sorts of robotic systems or automatic systems can benefit from this technology and content creators who have very limited budgets can use these AI voices to generate narration, audiobooks, automated news, reading, utilities, and more. It has enormous implications for the visually impaired, too. 
At the same time, like any technology, this AI voice synthesis system can also be used with malicious intent. With nothing more than a one-minute sample of a person's voice, almost anyone can use 11 Labs technology to clone their voice and have it produce condensing audio performances of almost any text block entered into the system. The tech could be used to make President Trump say he wants to fly to Mars and live there or to have Joe Biden sound like he's talking in a coherent way that makes sense, which by itself might sound creepy. Similarly, the tech could be used to generate fake voice recordings of famous people uttering horrific things, such as Tom Brady saying how much he hates football, for example, or Omar talking about how much she hates America, or maybe that needs no AI voice at all. And this means that from this day forward, we can no longer trust what we hear to be authentic. It's sort of fitting, actually, since we already live in a world with fake news, rigged elections, fake vaccine science, fake currency, fake genders, fake history, and fake bots producing fake likes, on Facebook, I mean Facebook. Almost everything that enters our consciences in society today is altered or rigged in some way inauthentic from the CDC paying celebrities to pimp vaccines to the Federal Reserve banksters telling us that the dollar is an excellent store of value or the New York Times fabricating stories about Russia collusion with Trump, which we now know is was complete fiction. What the 11 Labs voice synthesis engine means is that now we have to be extra careful about what we believe we are hearing. Just because you hear a voice that sounds like Kim Kardashian t- touting a fashion handbag doesn't mean she actually said that. When you combine AI voice synthesis with the generative capabilities of chat GPT, the AI knowledge system that generates human-sounding text, you make about half of today's white-collar workers obsolete. Conventional doctors, for example, that do little more than assess symptoms and push big pharma pills on patients are now obsolete. Chat GPT can do a much better job, and 11 labs' voices can make GPT, chat GPT sound almost fully human. Similarly, many attorneys, accountants, and government workers are obsolete at this point since their jobs can be easily replaced with chat GPT plus 11 labs AI voice synthesis. People who won't be obsolete are those who engage in non-algorithmic professions and create processes such as naturopathic physicians, non-scripted content creators, artists, inventors, and so on. This brings me to an important realization that needs to be shared, if not shouted. If you don't want to be made obsolete by rapidly advancing AI systems, do something that's fully human, something that can't be easily replicated with an algorithm. Put another way, people who currently carry out simple, repetitive jobs will soon be replaced with AI systems so-called journalists who merely read teleprompters and perform scripted news propaganda for the cameras, i.e. CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, etc., 
will soon be replaced by AI systems that render both voice and faces in real time convincingly. Perhaps this is part of the reason why the globalists on our planet are pursuing a policy of worldwide depopulation, hoping to eliminate around 7 billion people from planet Earth. They call for this under the same name of climate change and saving the planet, but the real explanation may be far simpler. Billions of people are obsolete in their view, and they no longer need them around. Getting rid of them quickly allows the surviving elite to inherit more resources, more land, and clear skies, they tell themselves. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we give him the praise, the glory, and the honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's time for some serious strategic spiritual warfare. Help us, Father, to do so. And I'm in agreement with the adjudications and interventions as uh, proposed, Heavenly Father, by Pastor Sabrina, and I thank you for hearing our prayers for Christ's sake. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. And Heavenly Father, you told us over and over again that we should not exalt our gate. We shouldn't be puffed up with pride. He said, he that exalteth his gate seeketh destruction. Well, we don't want to exalt our gate, because Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. But we're not apart from him, Father, because he said, if we believe in him with all of our heart, we believe what he says, and we drink into one spirit with him, we have the greater one dwelling in us. And we thank you for that, Father. And we bring the battle to the gate, to the King of kings and Lord of lords, that you've given all power in heaven and earth to, Father, in Jesus' name. We take the battle to your gate. Because even as you told um, the, the patriarch uh, Jacob, I think that's who it was, back in Genesis 28, when he was having his little dream and sleeping on the ground, but it made a pillow and set it up for a pillar because he had an open vision. And he says in Genesis 28:17, he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. This is the door of heaven. Jesus says in John 10, 7 and 9, I am the door. I, he's the only way to heaven. He's the only, just like the Jewish tabernacle had only one door to go in. And the people had their back to the created sun because it faced east where the rising of the sun came. So they would walk in to go face the Holy of Holies with their back toward the created sun. They weren't like the, the, the heathen that were bowing down and worshiping the created sun. They were worshiping the creator. And your Shekinah glory showed up in the Holy of Holies. And they didn't even have a light in there. No, no twinkle lights. <laughs> They didn't have any kind of a light, but you showed up, Lord, because you are light and you are salvation. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. We thank you for the oil olive beaten for light. We thank you for the Holy Ghost, Father. We thank you for the wine that maketh glad the heart of man, oil to make his face to shine, and bread which strengtheneth man's heart. We thank you for not leaving us as orphans, Father. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father God. We've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. And you said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be sozo. It says in the New Testament, in the Greek. 
is sozo. And the sozo means saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And you said a lamb for a house. And Christ, our Passover lamb, our Passover is a sacrifice for us. He's a very present help in time of need. And not just for the people of the United Kingdom, every nation, Father God. Not just the Christians suffering uh, from the schools over there that are trying to propagate the agenda of those that are very zealous for their little false god. Because they worship Satan with all their heart. And they're very zealous. They want converts. Are the Christians zealous? Are we trying to win souls like the people who serve Satan with all their hearts? They want to get to the children. And it's not just in the United Kingdom. No, it's every nation. It appears to be, especially the Western nations, Father God, where people think they can be Christians and play patty cake with the LGBTQ community because they don't want to offend anyone. Well, Jesus was known to be rather offensive to the Pharisees and Sadducees. They were quite offended with him. He came even, and he, he said, you're not making my house a, a, a house, not make, my house is supposed to be called a house of prayer. So, Father God, we're supposed to be your house. And so, Father, since we are your house, we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. That's what it says in Hebrews Cut out three six, and it says in your book, Father God, in in Second Chronicles. Help me, Jesus. Can we to get there easily? In Second Chronicles, chapter twenty, verse nine, it's referring to the temple. What what we're supposed to be? What what? No, you're not. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. It says in First Corinthians six nineteen and thereabouts, and it says in First Chronicles, Old Testament. 20, verse 9, if when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, or trying to pervert the people's minds with psychological warfare, we stand before this house, and I just added that latter part, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house. Father, your name is in this house, because Jesus purchased me with his own blood, as Pastor Sabrina has been talking about recently on Wednesday and today, and it's very, very true. We're not redeemed with corruptible things of silver and gold, but the incorruptible blood as of a lamb without spotted blanks. It's not ordinary blood. Even Judas, before he took his own life, in Matthew 27, 4, he called it the innocent blood. He said, I've betrayed the innocent blood. And the Pharisees says, what's that to us? Did they care about the fact that Judas was betraying innocent blood? No, they just wanted him to be removed. Remove this this one that they were jealous of. Remove the Son of the living God because they thought they were like him. Well, Father, the people today, like Noah Harare, the WEF, and some of these global, so-called global elites that they think they're elite, they just happen to be carrying on the Khazar Jews' agenda, Father God, as Pat Holiday told us about many, many times. They're not real Jews. They don't believe in the Torah. They were people, some of them came out of, um, where did they come from? Some of them came out of Turkey, and they came to look like Jews. They came to Israel, who, which was purchased by who? One of the big global bankers. The whole nation was purchased way back by global bankers. And the global bankers are busy trying to buy up stuff. And their time is nearly up. All the Western currencies are shaking and getting, getting uh, more obvious. They've already lost 98% of the value of the U.S. dollar since 1971. That's a rather large percentage of its value. People used to buy a whole house for $8,000. Now they have a real struggle to buy a car, a new car anyway, for $8,000. You might be able to get a reasonable used one. So, Father God, we, of course, the dollar is not a dollar anymore. It's just a somebody's debt instrument. 
But Father God, you said that these people back then, but we have a better covenant founded upon better promises. You said when we come to the house, the house of the Lord, if these bad things need to be coming upon us, the evil cometh upon us with a sword that threatens, threat of, you know, saber rattling from, from the CCP and all the rest of it. Not to mention what the U.S. has been doing with Russia, trying to poke them and prod the bear, poke and prod the bear, poke and prod the bear. Maybe they'll they'll get they'll get what they want, what they call World War Three. Some people think we're already in in the beginning of World War Four, which is a psychological warfare, a spiritual warfare, and it really is a spiritual warfare. But you said we can come to your house and cry unto thee in our affliction, and you said then thou wilt hear and help. So Father, we know you're hearing and helping, even as the the, the Jewish people, the real Jewish people, believed in the Torah, said, Oh, our God, wilt thou not judge them? These people have these nasty plans, not just the United Kingdom, not just in this business we're trying to buy out the, the, the private schools that are trying to feed into the, the ROTC program, Father God, in Jesus' name. These people that are, have these agendas, the, the CCP agenda, they're, they're, they have, have a plan. They knew they couldn't take on the United States straight on. So what did they do? They came up with their plan, and they even published it. Some Chinese generals quite a while ago, a, a thousand cuts. They're kind of kind of t- kind of take us down a little bit here, a little bit there, cutting down this, cutting down that. Get, just bind up the country, just bind up the farmland, bind up. They're giving you oh, we'll give you these wonderful cell phone towers and, and right next to the military base. And we'll, the mil- and we'll have all this lovely farmland right next to the military base. So Father God, you know what they're doing, and you said, and just like the Jewish people, the real Jewish people said, we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. We neither know we what to do. But our eyes are upon thee, because that's what we need to keep doing. We need to keep fixing our eyes on Jesus. Because why is that? You said, Father, that will keep them in perfect peace, his mind has stayed on thee. And you said, and nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but you have salvation and that of God, as it says in Philippians 1.28. So, Father, we want to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Because he hung on that tree for the joy set before him. He lives outside of time and space. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in the spirit and truth. And Jesus was standing there, and he was looking at, at Pastor Sabrina before she came into the kingdom. Yeah, she was a little girl then. And she would look at me quite a while before I came into the kingdom. I, I wasn't interested in God. I had no interest in God. Looking at Brother Bill, looking at all of us, each and every one of us, DVD, all of us. We all had to make a time. We had to pick a time. Each one of us had to pick. Well, maybe the Lord picked it for us. We got to say, you know, I can't save myself. I'd rather go to heaven than a lake of fire. So, Father, we thank you that you're getting a hold of us. And we pray for those who despitefully use us, including those in the Congress and those who can make a difference, Father God, in actually changing true laws. And even those in the judiciary, some of them seem to want to lean in the direction of doing what's right. But, Father God, is the heart of the kings and the hand of the Lord. You turn it whatever way you will, the rivers of water. We ask you to turn the hearts of those in leadership in every area, Father God, in, in the Congress, in judiciary, not just the United States, every nation, in the United Kingdom, every nation, Father God, every nation, in the different European nations, Father God, that are all trying to be lumped under the euro. They're trying to blend everybody together into one world government, one world religion. Father God, we ask you to deliver us from the, the great push trying to be shoved on the world's population to bring us into one world religion. Oh, you need to just go along to get along, and it's so nice to have LGBTQ. It's so nice you can have AI do everything for you, and you can be free to do so many more important things. 
like play with the games on your cell phone where they're controlling your mind. So, Father God, we ask you to grant us the gifts of repentance, to acknowledge you the truth that the, the Christians, the people, the people who actually seem to believe in the one true living God, Jew and Gentile alike, Father God, we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem. There's some real, real Jews in Israel, Father God, that blended in with the Khazar Jews. There's some real Jews over there, and they've been out demonstrating recently, Father God, against their own government that are trying to do very nasty things, Father God, to Palestinians, going in and, and preemptively killing people in their own homes. Oh, because they were terrorists. Could they want to do that against the so-called white terrorists that don't want to go along with their agenda in the United States or maybe in Canada and other nations? Those white, terrible, horrible people who actually want to be a Christian patriots? Oh, oh no, no. We're not supposed to be Christian patriots. We're supposed to be global um, go-alongers, right? Global um, one-world new government, one-world government people, right? Not patriots. Most people like the land where they were born. Some of them realize it isn't ideal. Some of the people who come from Guatemala and, and uh, different nations down south, but some people who come from other nations like mm, Ukraine, some from the CCP, over to uh, come in through the various borders of the United States, not just the southern border, even, uh, what is that little state up north? Um, New Hampshire. And it's a little chilly up there for them, but they've come through, many of them. Some of them have a really difficult time, especially with a recent cold wave. Oh, Father God, deliver those that can be delivered, Father God. And you can get a hold of those people that are flooding into this nation. Some of them are, are fighting age males. Some of them are actually families. There's not too many, but some of them are. And some and save the children, all the children, every nation, Father God, in Jesus' name, including not just those kind of that, uh, that, that are being convinced in Canada to take a, a, a simple little abortion pill. Oh, it's so simple. You get to, what? It says, Whatever you wish on somebody else, it might come back to you. If you hate somebody else, it's called murder. If you don't like your own child, maybe you don't like yourself. And what happens? Hatred begets death, it appears to be, Father God. So deliver those women that, are, that, that don't want to, they want the road, big, easy, wide road of convenience, which leads to what? A lake of fire. Father God, save the young women in Canada, Father God. They've been trying to, and not just there, but every, in the United States, every nation, they're being convinced to take this abortion pill, Father God. We ask for your divine intervention adjudication. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, just like you said you would do in John chapter 16, verses 7 to 11. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, because we can't necessarily do it. But you can send your angels to read the Word of God over them so they can hear the truth, and the truth can help them to become more progressively free even as all of us have been encouraged by Pat Holiday, Sabrina, Brother Bill, to keep hearing the Word of God, maybe even playing it on low when we're sleeping, which I've been trying to remember to do, and I do quite often, and I think that really does help, Father God. It really does help, because the demons can hear it, too. Ooh, 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 Jesus is there. The Word of God is there. Ooh, he's, he's all around them. Ooh, I don't want to go there. Because righteousness delivers from death. So, Father God, you said, even as your spirit fell upon your, one of your prophets. Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. So we take the battle to the gate, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. We plead that blood over every lintel and every post, every physical door, every physical window, every access to each one of us, all of our hearts, our minds, our eyes, our ears, Every, every electronic device, every cell phone, computer, laptop, tablet, every type of device, 
every electronic device and every electronic frequency coming from cell phone towers, everything, whether they're built by the Chinese or anyone else. And we thank you, Father God. There are some that we hear. Maybe Trump was part of it. He, everybody made fun of him. Apparently he said Kofifi or something. They thought he was mispronounced coffee, Father God. But, but Father God, he said apparently they were setting up a, 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 a device on those, on those 5G towers they could put a harmony around them to protect the people from the ungodly frequencies. Father God, deliver all the people from every plan and wild and scheme of the enemy, whether it's from the CCP or the global corporations that are in cahoots with the CCP, all the fascist dictators globally, and not just in Canada, and not just the United Kingdom, not just in Europe and all the various nations of Europe, Father God, including them in, in, the, in, in Holland, whatever, where they're trying to take away the farmland from the farmers because they don't want people to have food. Why wouldn't they want the people to have food? They don't want people to have energy. Why don't they want the people to have energy? What are they planning? Father God, but you told us you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. And you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And you said, if two of you on earth the grace touch, touch anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. And it's only because of your grace, because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus shed his blood. And we thank you for your glory for defense. And thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory in the midst. And I ask you to deliver all the children, those people that are innocent, those people that maybe they have parents that even, even call themselves Christians, but they, they think it's okay to sleep around. They think it's okay to get smashing drunk. They think it's okay to take drugs. They think they can go be Christians, still go to church. And they do a little quickie repentance, and then they go out and go back to the bars and go out to, to, to listening to demonically inspired music proposed by people who, who malign and put down and, 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 and mock uh, believers in the one true living God. Father God, you know what they've been saying. You know what the, those people from the WEF and all those people from the UN and all these people that are saying, Father God, all the global elites saying, even behind the closed doors, you know what everything, what they're whispering, everything they're doing is going to be exposed, Father God. You told us not to be afraid of them. You told us that you're going to expose it. Even Jesus said, because he only speaks what you told him to say. And Jesus says, in Matthew 10, 26, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known, including why they're pushing this lovely little convenient abortion thing for the women in Canada and the United States and other places, Father God. We ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God, in all these things, in, in the United Kingdom, in Canada, in the United States, in every area where people have planned and schemed and and gotten together behind closed doors, maybe in their Masonic lodges, wherever they meet. Father God, for many years now, this didn't just start this the, when Obama came along. This didn't just start with Hillary. They're just little pawns. They're small. Maybe they're a bit bigger pawns than some of them. You know, but, but they're, not the, they're not the high honchos. They're, they're pulling the puppet strings. Who is really pulling all those puppet strings? The ones they bowed down to worship. And who would that be? Could that be Satan and all his little... Uh, uh, right-hand men, all those little demonic spirits, but we don't worship Satan. We don't worship their their, clan, their plans and their schemes, and we think of the many times you delivered those, Father God. Who was it, Sharon, who was singing the victory in Jesus, victory in Jesus, as a deer was about to be jumping out in front of her car, and the deer just stopped and didn't go in front of her? We thank you, Father God, for de continually delivering us from every plan and wireless scheme of the enemy to steal, kill, and or destroy. If God be for us, who can be against us? And we thank you, Father God. You did it for those Israelites, Father God, when they were praising and thanking and blessing your holy name after King Jehoshaphat called a time of prayer and fasting. And we've been doing that a bit, Father. Yes, we have. 
He said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, get down on their knees and break bread, and maybe don't even break bread, get down on their knees and, and, and have fast and call in your name and take the cup of salvation. He said, what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits? Well, take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. King David realized he could do that. He took the cup of salvation in Psalm 16, around verse 5. And what did he do? He found in your presence this fullness of joy, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Satan, you're bound, everyone. Underlings are bound, seeking to kill, stone, destroy. Came against all the people, not just in the United States, not just in Canada, not just in the, in the United Kingdom, and every nation where the, those especially the, the people of, of faith, whether it be Jew and Gentile, even some of the Muslims have been, been uh, <coughs> earmarked for destruction, Father God. But, Father, you've been getting a hold of the Muslims, even when Pat was still around. We heard about you came and you showed up, and you got to reveal to them the real God of Abraham. The real God of Abraham has a son, and his name is Jesus, and Jesus means Savior. And you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So Satan, you're bound. Everyone, every underling is bound. Every spirit of Leviathan, every spirit, your heads and tails cut off in Jesus' name. Every one of your ungodly spirits bound to get every mind control spirit coming from electronic means and every source. Whether it's from cell phone towers or any other thing, whether it's coming from trying to confuse people. He said even in the book of Daniel about a confusion of faces. Well, now they want to confuse the voices too. But Father God, your sheep know your voice. And a, a, a voice is the voice of a stranger. They will not. He grant all of your saints discernment, Father God, in every area. Help us to be listening to the Lord Jesus very, very closely, our good shepherd, so we will know what he wants each of us to do individually and not be deceived by phony voices, Father God. We ask your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God. <clears throat> there was a woman who was an assembly of God, supposed believer, Father God, who listened to a false voice many years ago. And this voice told her, Oh, you just need to strap your children in their little car seats and drive into a lake. And she killed her children. Some people listen to phony voices, Father God. Deliver us from the phony voices, Father God. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And you're faithful who promised, Father God. And you said, all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So we come boldly before your throne of grace and ask you to deliver us. And we thank you for loosing your beating angels. And every witchcraft curse coming from all sources, from mind control and every other thing, will return back on the heads of the spirits, sending them to do to them what they intended to do to us. Render to our neighbors, sevenfold to their bosom, they reproach with their reproach thee. We close all the stargates, all the portals they're using. About that, about good, whether it's through electronic media or any other source, to bring confusion. Because your father are not the author of confusion, but of peace in all the churches of the saints. But you did bring confusion, division to the enemy's camp, Father God. Isn't that what happened with Gideon went against the army? And what did he have? He had a trumpet in one hand, and he had a, a pot, an earthen vessel on the other hand with a fire torch in it. Not just a little battery-operated torch, a fiery torch, olive oil beaten for light. Who do we have in us? The light of the world. Christ in us, the hope of glory. We, which is why we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope, firm unto the end. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver us all. Satan, you're bound. We, go to back. We speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the eyes of the enemy. And they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear, pertaining to each and every one of us. No further communication from the demons down there in the second heaven, the bush and the deep, to all those who've interceded for, including those trying to push the cut about that uh, early abortion pill in every nation, and including in. in uh, in Canada, including those trying to control people's got about got education experience for their children because they have a different agenda. They're very zealous to, to proselytize for their new God, the God newly come up from the earth, Father God, the new God, the new God, the AI God, 
the mind control God, the, 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 the sexual hedonism God, the sexual perversion, every sexual perverse spirit, cut about that, every spirit behind humanism, cut about that, intellectualism, cut about that, and doing it because it feels good. Moses was a man, but he didn't give himself up to the pleasures of sin, which are only for a season. We call their pleasures sin over in Jesus, and particularly for all those actually connected and descended from every true believer, Father God, all over the earth. And we thank you, Father God, you heard the covenant. Those people came over on the Mayflower, the Mayflower Compact, Father God, and you keep your promises. They made a promise with you, and the pilgrims, when they came over, half of the people died, and they could have gone back to England, but they didn't. They stayed here. Because why? Because they wanted religious, true religious freedom. And we thank you, Father God, for the glorious liberty of the children of God. That only comes by your spirit. When we listen to you and do what you say. And so Satan, you're bound. Every lying spirit, we put gags in the mouth of every, every kunabai, of every demon trying to speak into every one of our hearts and minds. Every deceiving spirit is bound and gagged. Every demonic spirit trying to bring confusion to the body of Christ is bound and gagged in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. And all your little underlings are bound, Satan. Every single one of your underlings, all the marine spirit, your water's dried up. Every spirit trying to control the weather and the atmosphere, contrary to Father God's perfect plan. Father, we ask you to send your beating angels, whatever angels you wish. All the angels, the good ones and the bad ones, are subject to you. And they have to do what you say, even as Pat Holiday knew when she went to Ghana, Father God. And they wanted to have a call to prayer. And she was really tired. She didn't want to hear that Muslim call to prayer. So, Father, she, you, she asked if you could send an angel that could break the machine and keep it broken. And you did. And you're no respecter of persons. And you said, if two of you on earth agree, it's just anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father's in heaven. So all these spirits trying to control the weather and the atmosphere, we ask you to dry up all their resources, even as we prayed recently. All their resources trying to send out, send out nanotized little uh, aluminum particles into the clouds and boron and other things. Well, maybe it's not boron, it's something else. Barium, that's what it was. And all these other things they're trying to spray the clouds with. Why did they want to do that? Oh, because then they can steer the clouds. Why do they want to do that? Because they're terrified Jesus is coming back in the clouds. We all need to be looking for his return because he's coming back. And he told the Pharisees and Sadducees a thing or two. He told them he was coming back, and we need to be looking for his return. Thank you. 
Thank you.